guys, today I'm going to start off by saying, look how hot my voice is because I woke up in the morning. And that's on Slice of Life. Uh, so Jonna was very stuck my, on her one-liner. <laughs> I think my raspiness is going to go away, though, which I'm really sad about. Oh, boo. I'm going to try keeping my nose stuffed as much as I can. Uh, no. no. Why? It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're. We are switching today, then, because you have the you usually have, like, a, the higher-pitched voice. I don't know. And I'm really confused where this conversation is going, I'm going to be honest. Um, <laughs> She's still kind of sleepy as you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. I woke up like 30 minutes ago, so I mean like an hour ago, I would say. I was going to wait to text you at noon. <laughs> I was really surprised. I don't know why. Today I woke up at like 9 because I was like, scared from my dream or something. I don't oh. even know. Should I explain? I don't know why. So I've been watching WandaVision, okay? Uh. And like... I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but I just thought Wanda trapped me, okay? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I got really scared. I was like, Wanda, no! <laughs> Wanda, no. Interesting, interesting. All right, guys. Oh, I should have started off with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you can uh, redo it if you want. No, it's no? okay. I think okay. we all deserve to hear my raspiness. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys, um, today we're doing a slice of culture to you guys for answering to the poll on our Instagram about what to do because we were kind of stumped between mm-hmm. two options. Because we have such good brain ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Also, shout out to Darwin's Deviations and You Should Have Ghosted because they gave us some more f- feedback and ideas for this mm-hmm. this podcast. So. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Alright, do you want to introduce yourself with your culture? Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all can tell through my name, but I'm Indian. Whoa, can I have a round of applause? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name's Sanjana Ravalinga. As you can you see. don't need to say your last name. Oh, well, they have to show that. I had to show that. Uh-huh. My whole name's Indian. Okay. Oh, but- thanks. <laughs> um, I'm Indian, and we have, like, well, my... I'm particularly not religious, but my parents are, so we practice Hinduism in our culture. Um, we have... I'll just give a generic feed, then we'll go into it more. Um, we have, like, a Desi culture. It's very... Um, I don't know, like, how to say... We'll go more into it, but it's a lot of pujas. I'll explain what those are if y'all don't know. And then... It's just, it's a very fun, very bright, very spiritual culture. That's so nice. Lots of good food. <laughs> uh, I'm Elizabeth. I'm Hispanic. I feel like some people have came up to me and asked if I'm Asian, and then some people <laughs> just assume I'm white, but I'm Hispanic. <laughs> Whoa, my, I know, my dad's side is mostly from Mexico, and then my mom's side, some of her family... She has, like, roots in Spain, so. Mm-hmm. We love a multicultural person. <laughs> and so, I don't know about our culture. As we said in the last episode, I'm Christian, but not Catholic. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm Protestant. 
Yeah, I'm still trying to understand the difference, but... Um, oh, I can tell you the difference when we okay. get into it, but uh, we also have a lot of good food, and I love speaking Spanish, although it's kind of hard to do it living in the U.S. because mm -hmm. so many people are like, speak English, what do you say? so irritating. I'm like, why don't you learn how to speak a second language? Yeah, That's the monolinguals, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all are trying I'm... to learn another language, props, props to you. Yes. I, about the language thing, there's like so many different languages in India, like like so many, there's like hundreds of different languages. The language my parents speak is Tamil, but I have no idea how to speak it, but I can understand it. So oh. any of y'all, I can, I can understand it for you. If anyone tries to talk back, you're like, huh? <laughs> I can, but I only can understand, I can't understand it when it's in the movies because they talk too fast for me. Like I need to process things. <laughs> I think watching novelas when I was younger is what pretty much made me fluent in Spanish. That's really no. When I was younger, like, I wasn't. I was born in India, so like we had to just. I grew up speaking Tamil, but then when I came to the U.S., like you can't really speak that in like classes. So, mm -hmm. so I just kind of. It's kind of weird how we actually all like. Did you grow up speaking English? I learned both at like the same time. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. Like, it's just so weird how we learn English because, like, English is genuinely one of the hardest languages because it follows, <laughs> like, no set structure. It's mm -hmm. not hard because it's, like, I don't... It's not hard because it's, like, oh, my God, look how, like, complex it is, blah, blah, blah. It's hard because it has no, like, structure to it. It follows... It breaks every single language rule it creates. <laughs> it I'm like, dude, just... You are creating these, like, stick to your own plan. Like, it's so weird plus okay. english to me is kind of ugly no where's the flavor is my question <laughs> yeah uh okay and, you're gonna get into your oh, yeah. stuff okay so in my culture ah! <laughs> okay as i was saying it's very like bright and colorful and just so a lot of the times we have these things called pujas where we would just like okay so like in hinduism we just have a bunch of gods like I don't know where they all came from, but we have a bunch of them. <laughs> and, like, but there's, like, some main ones, and for those, like, whenever it's their birthday, or, like, whenever, like, okay, so there's, like, different gods meant for, like, different things, so, like, those, like, but, like, they're not necessarily, like, we pray to them because they are the god, but it's more, like, each of them kind of represents something, so one of them just represents, like, a good education. The other one, like, represents, like, good prosperous life another one just like you are well settled like you have enough money all those kind of things oh and then so that's what all of them mean so like whatever it's one of their birthdays or like whenever you something bad is going on in your life in one of those categories you would just go pray to them and give the gods some food and we get to eat some of that food too and then mm, delicious and then and then it's like, and then we kind of just hope that, that God will just provide us with what we need, which is so cute. And that's kind of what it means. Like they all represent these kind of like energies and like feelings. And it has a lot to do with spiritual stuff because it has a lot to do with like just having a lot of like hope and like 
following oh there's so much astrology involved like it like derives from like hinduism in a sense because like it's kind of like you would have these like like for example like i we just moved into this house but like the thing is you would only move in at a certain day when the star and moon is aligned because that would represent like good like fortune i know it's so weird like and then like or like you would have that's why you would have pujas on like certain days whenever the like the planets are aligned in a certain way so it's like those all represent something i'm not too sure what they represent but they represent something and like it's there's so much like a lot of it has to do with astrology mm-hmm. it's kind of like the the blueprint like kind of and it also has a lot to do with um like each thing like kind of carries an energy with it so we would say a lot of like oh we would say a lot of prayers but the prayers are more like not to like just repeat it to ourselves but more to like give off like good energy like when you sing them it gives good energy Ah! (laughs) (laughs) and then another cool thing i think that's really cute is that like whenever we do have these bitches it like you have to like call a bunch of people and bring mm. them together in like your house and welcome them or we'll go with, like there's this other one called holy and that one's really cute because oh also whenever you go to these pictures you have to dress up all right we're talking colors like you never can wear black or you mm. can't wear like white full white yeah you have to dress up in color because i mean who wants to wear black and white lame okay <laughs> but <laughs> you go full out like you wear a bunch of jewelry blah 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 it's very cute and then but like yeah so i was saying there's this other one called holy i'm not too sure what it's for exactly mm-hmm. but it's a cute thing so basically in this one you would dress up in white but there's a purpose because you dress up in white and then you everyone gets like these powder packs mm-hmm. and then you just throw powder at everybody and like <laughs> it's so cute because then at the end of the day you become really colorful i think i've said this already on the podcast but uh-huh. i'm not too sure but that one's really that sounds cute. so fun uh, and then there's this, oh there's Diwali I feel like everyone like I think that one's like the most common one but that one's where we just like light fireworks and it's kind of just like this new beginning new mm. year well fortunes well happiness it's a very cute thing it's like all about like good vibes but it's also like if you do something bad there's kind of like karma is mm. that's why we should do something good and if we ever need help you just pray to God and they'll help you as much as you can. Yeah. That's why, I'm like, I'm not, like, completely religious, but I kind of agree with the idea of, like, energies and spirituality. It's mm-hmm. kind of, like, nice to know that there's, like, at least, like, the universe and, like, the things helping you. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the part I kind of believe in. Not necessarily, like, where we give food to the gods and everything, but I think that part's cute or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because we get to eat the food. <laughs> I think, like, the idea that there's, like, that not necessarily, like, a god but like that energy source kind mm-hmm. of focusing on giving you like a good future blah 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 and karma i really think that one like like you have to pay for the mistakes that you not pay you know i sound like you have to pay for what you did you do, <laughs> but more like just understand it's a consequence right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah there's not like a very like set practice to it it's like practiced differently everywhere but like the ideas are like I'm pretty solid. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Hispanic culture is kind of the opposite in that it's super rigid. Oh, but, really? Yeah. So now we can get into Catholicism. I think the most the priorities in Mexican culture are religion, family, and mm-hmm. work. And mm-hmm. so, 
for religion, I feel like most people in Hispanic culture are Catholic. And so that mm-hmm. means that they go to that, you know, those huge churches with all the mosaics around. Mm-hmm. And they um, they have the priest and they do like the cruz, the cross thing, mm-hmm. as a prayer. And then they worship Virgin Mary and like the idols, like the little okay. statue things. Um, but statue things? Like, have you ever seen like the, the statue of Virgin Mary? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think so. Or they also have, like, prayer beads, too. They wear prayer beads. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. I've seen those. Yeah. um, Protestant Christianity, at least what Mm -hmm. I practice, isn't that. Like, we don't pray to anything, Mm -hmm. um, like, physically, because we Mm -hmm. know that, you know, Jesus and God are in heaven. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, um, I think it's also in the Bible that uh, Christianity doesn't worship things we worship mm-hmm. you know the the spirit mm, yeah and so that's what we go for but um i think we already know from the last episode i'm kind of more non-traditional with my hispanic <laughs> culture <laughs> i you know the family structure everything is rigid now that i think about it like even family mm-hmm. structure man is head of the house women yeah, i think same thing kind of here but um i'm all for women empowerment so <laughs> out no, of spite say, sometimes like, yeah no more equality women have to be uh, the top no i'm not saying for equality i'm <laughs> saying for women takeover <laughs> matriarchy <laughs> but out of spite um and my mom did this too she like refused to cook and so <laughs> she just got my dad who knows how to cook but now they <laughs> both do <laughs> Wow, I love it. I love. Uh, I really like that. That's so, very nice. It's things like that. I feel like we're more non-traditional, but mm-hmm. uh, within tradition, I do like how hardworking we are and how we mm-hmm. pride ourselves on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also how we can also put our family first. Except yeah, I, I don't. Oh yeah, that's how it's there too. Except I don't. I don't like when in families, especially big, large families like Hispanics, um, mm-hmm. I don't like when they don't hold others accountable with Oh, yeah. Because, no, because I feel like it definitely it's more like, oh, they're older. They know what they're doing. I'm like, no, yeah. uh, that's not how it works. Yeah, like racist or homophobic grandparents or any other yeah. examples or like the classic creepy uncle thing. Um, yeah. That's what... It's a lot of like boys will be boys kind mm-hmm. of ideology. It's weird. It's, it's bad. But... Um, I also like to believe that certain friendships I have can become family bonds. So I consider them family, too. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to include one thing. But arranged marriages is very common here. I have no idea why. Um, it's, it's, well, now, okay, my parents, like, I think in India it's still really common. But here, like, they started looking like, I know one of my friends, she's like 20, and her dad's actually looking for oh. her maid. And I'm like, ew, sir, please. But <laughs> How does that work? Gross. They just call up some boys and they're like, hey, you want my no, daughter? Like, it's, <laughs> kind <of> like, <laughs> it's kind of like they have friend parents, like they have friends, and it's like their children. And it's kind of like what would be like the best outcome. Oh. And kind of just, it's kind of like a business transaction. It's kind of oh. weird but yeah like i think a lot of it has to do with like oh my parents said i have to do this so like i'll adjust and do it like, a lot of cognitive dissonance is involved mm-hmm. it's kind of weird but i don't know like my my parents aren't as like my dad doesn't even want me to get married 
and my mom's kind of like we can worry about all that stuff like after you get like a job and everything but I'm like I don't want to get married either so (laughs) yeah Uh, I think here it's very much emphasized. It's kind of also cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. where they want us to, or they want the daughters to be like good wives and stuff, and yeah. you know stuff, um, and they want their grandparents ASAP. But then they also don't want their daughters to be involved with anyone. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, but yeah, it's no, more praised sense. in in men, like in the mm-hmm. boys of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even so, I I. When I used pre-COVID, when I used to go to family gatherings, um, mm. they'd be like, "Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Um, mm. When are you gonna get married, huh?" And oh I'd God. be like, uh, "I want my PhD, not a boy." No, literally, I'm like, "Excuse me, like that's weird. Like I don't know why. Like it's just so weird to get married at such a young age. It's like you have so much ahead of you. And then imagine waking." next to a man every morning <laughs> gross sorry sorry darwin you're cool i don't wait darwin's not his real name but it's okay, darwin, don't say. <laughs> i don't know his real name <laughs> i told you in the, it's, it's fine um but what else was like oh within my family just like you gave your example my parents are kind of similar except my my mom anyway she wants me to do whatever the heck i want and she yeah she actually agrees with me she was like i'd rather you have puppies and we can just have puppies in a big farm that's so cute (laughs) so what i want to get into is the food (laughs) oh the food the food be as tiktok says (laughs) bussin for me my favorites are like flautas Mm-hmm. Which are kind of crunchy enchiladas with um, chicken inside, or mm-hmm. or cheese. But then also mm-hmm. enchiladas like the the red ones, and also mm-hmm. the the verdes, which are really good when you go to a restaurant uh, after you get your vaccine. But well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are the, my main favorites. Gorditas are also pretty cute and good. You have to. We have to have a picnic, and you have to bring me all of those things. Yes. That'd be so cute um okay let me think mine oh wait are you done mm-hmm. oh, okay okay i just didn't know you were listing so many good things okay um i think mine would be okay the thing is okay so i'm vegetarian now but i wasn't always vegetarian but they have really good like okay we don't eat cows but they have a lot of like or like red meat but they have so much good like chicken stuff they have really really good chicken stuff well, I'm not gonna think about it because I'm vegetarian now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember one time we went to Yum Thai and you let mm-hmm. me try some of the. Well, what, what did you get? The the curry? I think the paneer or the tofu. Oh yeah, that was really yeah. good. The tofu was really good. Oh yeah, basically like a lot of things. Then that chicken is a good one, but usually there's also a lot of vegetarians in India. Like depending on like like in Kerala, there's a lot of vegetarian. Like different parts of like India, there's like different ones. But that's why, like, a lot of um, Indian-based foods that are vegetarian is, like, paneer and tofu. They're so good. Um, And um, there's, like, okay, so, like, I don't know how to, okay, so, like, breakfast foods that are really good. There's dosa, chapati, which is, like, tortillas. They're really good. And then there's a lot of, like, we have so many curries, a lot of beans. Mm -hmm. Oh, beans are really good. 
And then beans know, and very spicy. Rice. Yeah, beans and rice. It's so funny because like I feel like beans and rice for both of us, but there's like different versions of it. And uh-huh. it's so cute. <laughs> we also eat like a lot of salsa. Like because oh, people right. like I own. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Like I think you guys have salsa and we have a lot more curries. Mm-hmm. Like, I think y'all have yeah. more spices and we have more salsa. Yeah. 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 That's so cute. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for so, breakfast here, it's more so like un cafecito con pan dulce, so a coffee with like sweet bread, and that's oh, classic. That's so nice. Yeah, no, ours is like there's oh, there's another one called pongo, and it's just like it's like just like a really thick rice, and it's like really cool. I don't know. I, I actually I don't like that one, but it's, it's really <laughs> healthy for you. But I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what I don't know. Like specific dishes like they i know them in my head but like if the thing is like they're called like different things everywhere mm-hmm. based on like where you are in india so like the way i might call it because like remember how i said there's like so many different languages mm-hmm. so the way i call it, it's going to be somewhere different like someone else is going to call it differently you know you also mentioned like different language forms are there also like different accents i mean i think i not really like everyone kind of like has like the same like like um what do you call it? like the same sounds come mm. out like they have like the and like, the, like it's very like they have all like the same sound bases but i think they're just like formed differently mm. yeah but you can like still tell like who's speaking like i know like the common ones like hindi Telugu, like you can kind of tell because like they the words flow differently mm-hmm. but like everyone still kind of has like the same pronunciation of them I feel that way. Well, here it's kind of different, I feel like, because Spanish, well, we're here in Texas, right? So Tex-Mex or Tejano is kind of like Spanglish and slowed down Spanish. So it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, me gusta tomar un cafecito con like sweet bread y también like, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) <laughs> but then you go to Mexico and it's super fast Spanish that you can barely keep up with. <laughs> oh my god. Or Wait, then, stop. I didn't know there was different types of Spanish. That's really cool. Yeah, or then you go to there's Catalan, I think, in Spain. And that's mm-hmm. why you instead of saying like España, you say España. So it's kinda that's, that's so cool. Oh my god. I didn't know that the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're going on 25 minutes you want to start <laughs> we have a little bit of a surprise Elizabeth would you like to announce it I would love to so as you know we are a minority within a minority because we're <laughs> we're both women but we're also within our different ethnicity That, uh-huh. but um we couldn't leave the minority out and so no, literally so we have to bring in a slice of murder with a twist <laughs> So these are going to be female killers within our cultures. Mm-hmm. And we are no way glorifying these murders. No. We're just, just informing you. Yeah, you know, I feel like, well, it's a fact. Most murderers are white men. Mm-hmm. No, it was so hard to find Indian murderers, let alone women Indian murderers, because they're all just men. I'm like, ew. <laughs> But yeah, uh, actually, here's the fact. We put this on our Instagram story, so go follow it if you if you want. Mm-hmm. But in the U.S., 10% of all homicides are by women. 10. Uh. <laughs> wow. And that's probably rounding up. 
Oh my god! No, literally, like a lot of them were probably like manipulated into doing it too, mm-hmm. like or like revenge for yeah abuse. So yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but I feel like if it's like in terms of revenge for abuse, I don't even know why they're being trialed because like I'm like yeah, at that point they're I literally kinda, protecting themselves. Like I would consider it like. I kind of go along with the an eye for an eye approach, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I I no would same. defend that. No, same. Like, I mean, I don't think anyone deserves death penalty. I think that whole system is, like, stupid in No, itself. they deserve to um, get tortured more. <laughs> for an eye approach, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I no, would same. defend that. No, same. Like, I mean, I don't think anyone deserves death penalty. I think that whole system is, like, stupid in no, itself. No, they deserve to... Um, get tortured more no, <laughs> <laughs> no honestly i think death is such an easy way out so it is. <laughs> especially for abusers yeah i'm like so they get to abuse someone for what 10 plus years and then a small little injection and they're gone hello mm-hmm. no i mean i'm not asking them to get tortured every day i just want them to learn their lesson <laughs> yeah okay do you want to start off with your oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. killer okay i'm back all right yay um, so the first killer I'm going to talk about is Katie Kempema. Kempema. Yeah, that's how Katie Kempema. Okay. Wait, I'm going first, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's also known as Cyanide Malika. Oh. And she's... Oh, yeah. So you might think, oh, my God. I just realized, like, I said that with, like, no prior context. Cyanide like Malika. <laughs> like, I'm like... Let me just let y'all know, okay? <laughs> but she's India's first convicted serial killer. She she actually killed around like eleven people, but she's only convicted for six murders. Oh. So, okay. So remember, as I said, like religion is like very highly valued in India, but like like the spiritual stuff. So like, it's a very like. Like, it's very highly valued. Like, like I mean, we don't necessarily have priests, but we have something like those, like, kind of, like, the people who, like, conduct, conduct the mm-hmm. um, spirit, like, the, the gatherings and everything. Sorry. And so they're really highly valued. Okay. And Miss Kempamama, Kemp, sorry, Kempama, Miss <laughs> Kempama, Miss Girl, she knew what she was doing. So she said... I'm going to take this to my advantage. Oh. And so she started posing as these religious people because she knows they're really highly valued and uh-huh. So she would go around, do her little hunting binoculars, and she would find lonely women, like usually lower middle class women. Mm, no. Like anyone who looked like they were in distress, having a little bit of a hard time, she'd be like, oh my God, like, how are you? How are you feeling? And she'd sit there yeah. trying to gain their trust, listen to them. And then she'd be like, you know what? I know I can help you out. You should come down to a temple with me and I can, we can help you rid of your problems. I can do a puja on you. Like, you know, like the, uh-huh. the like the, I, the ceremonies or something. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But I'm going to do that on you. We can wipe away those like distresses. We can talk to some gods here and there, get you all, ooh, Okay. And so that was her kind of, like, ruse. Mm-hmm. And so she'd be like, yeah, like, follow me. Like, we can go to this temple. We'll do a puja. We'll make you help you feel better. The thing is, she would go to these temples 
located in these barren places, like super empty on the outskirts of town, oh, super no. weird, like super shady. But these women, they would come with them because they trust them because uh-huh. like anyone like religious, very easily trust, trusted. And so, um, okay, so you remember how I said like a lot of food was provided for like the god mm-hmm. and we could eat some of that food. Also, there's like a lot of water, like there's the whole like, like, there's like this like, I don't know what the water is called, but like you would give it, it would, they would give it in our hands and then we would drink Holy it. Holy water? I'm oh, no. It's kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but basically what she would do is she would actually lace this water and food with cyanide. Whoa. Hence the name cyanide. Mm. But the thing is like, should we use cyanide? Because cyanide is actually very easily accessible in India because um, in India, like, we use gold a lot like it's very highly valued okay and so a common but yes like we have like gold statues like gold little statues and like every house has like these like their own little temple and so we have like, gold statues gold like lamps gold candle holders all kinds of things but and the best way to clean out gold clean gold and like keep it fresh is using cyanide and so it's very easily accessible and this girl also knew this and so Smart. <laughs> So she would go and get some cyanide and she'd like taint the food and the drinking water or not drinking water, I don't really know what it is. And the ladies she would they would use and then they would die. Okay. <laughs> Hence the murderer. Yeah. <laughs> but the a thing that she would do, so remember when I said like you would all just remember how I said like for these like parties and like not parties like for these like rituals and everything we would dress extravagantly so we're talking bright colors but we're also talking very very expensive jewelry talking gold we're talking earrings we're talking necklaces we're talking like a lot is put in Mm -hmm. so basically she'd be like hey if you're coming down to my temple you have to be dressed really nicely and they'd be like all right all right i see you little did they know and so after they died they she would like take the jewelry steal it kill them blah um so she did this a couple times mm. but she eventually was captured after this one time she was doing it for this victim but their family ended up coming and then she they saw them and so the victim escaped and then like she was caught because oh. like it was seen that she was trying to steal the jewelry and everything so i mean the fact that she got away with it like 11 times yeah probably more because 11 is what they recorded she was smart knowing no, literally. Yeah. And she was like forty seven. So oh, I'm wow. like, her brain is still active, working. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's see what I got. <laughs> um, okay. Today I will be telling you about the Ogress of Colonia Roma. And this her mm-hmm. name is uh Felicita Sanchez Aguillon. And mm-hmm. well, Number of victims, 40 to 50. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> Wait, victims in terms of that they're dead? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Great. Okay, so in her early life, I hate to say that she's kind of textbook, but her mother mm-hmm. neglected her. Uh, okay. uh, so it goes along those lines <laughs> and she was also 
had the you know kind of psychopathic behavior and the antisocial behavior which when linked it's it's like horrible it's bad it's a bad combo i was trying to think of a metaphor um so then she graduated you know her later life she graduated as a nurse she even had children with some guy but she gave those children away and divorced the guy because he was like what the hell um and then she started becoming a midwife in Me- in Mexico City mm-hmm. where she would go to like the illegal abortions uh that people were having and mm-hmm. <laughs> with the she with the with the babies um she would strangle the babies or drug them what uh-huh or I mean poison them poison them but oh oh much better <laughs> strangulation or poisoning and the victims, 40 to 50 babies murdered. Wow. Babies? Babies. They call her a baby wow. farmer. That's wonderful. Thanks mm. for that. <laughs> That's much better than cyanide killer. Uh, and then she committed suicide before her, you know, last trial thing. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Babies? Babies, yeah. What happened to the maternal maternal instinct? (laughs) She said no. Instinct went pew pew. (laughs) Oh, there's more. Hold on. She she dismembered the baby bodies and she incinerated them or threw them in the sewer. Oh. Oh, great. I really hope that none of you guys are eating while you're listening to this mm. So, yep, that's the Ogres of Colonia Roma. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. The next one for me, I call them the sister murderers. Okay. okay. But it's more like a, a family murderers. Okay. <laughs> so, these are with the half-sisters, Reinica, Reinica Shinde and Sima Gavit. And so, basically, this is also kind of textbook, kind of not, but their mother kind of survived life by doing, like, petty little crimes. So mm. she would snatch jewelry, pickpocket, and the children would see her do this, mm. okay? And so, uh, basically, the the husband, like, the father, he was kind of getting tired of, like, her doing all of this. And he's like, I'm leaving. And she was like, what? Okay, so then he... <laughs> left he got remarried oh okay so these these little petty crimes soon turned into murder very quickly wow that's so, one zero to 100 <laughs> no she got really mad that the husband left and so her and the two daughters went to kidnap the um, mother like the ex the new wife the new wife and the new daughter and kill them and the children helped in this, so being exposed to that at that kind of age, yeah. who would think what they would do? And so, um, so that's when it kind of started going into murders, and that's when they kind of started thinking that they would be okay. And then, so then they kind of went back to their petty crimes, but they also kind of realized that they could get away with these petty crimes easier if they had a child with them, because they kind of used this excuse where it was like, I'm a woman with a child, like, mm-hmm. I would never steal. And... We know where this takes us. So it would go around into crowded places and go around just stealing children. And we're talking like infants. Oh. Like any children. And then so, and they would use this kind of like to get away from the police. The thing is, if 
the children started crying afterwards, they would abandon them or just oh. kill them. Oh! And they would kill them. Like, they had so much pent-up anger inside of them. Like, this one time... I'll give you one instance. I was too... I didn't want to read anything else because... Okay. It's too much. But there's this one 18-month-old they used, like, in their ruse. And the... Uh, it's a baby. So the baby started crying. And they literally took the baby's head, bashed it <gasps> against an electric iron pole just because the baby couldn't stop crying. Oh. And this isn't even the worst one. This is one of the milder ones. Like, and they what? did this all the time. They did this. They had 13 kidnappings and nine murders. That are, that's what they're convicted for. They probably have a lot more. And, um,. It's intense, but the way that they were captured is because Renika's husband, he was also in the, involved in these crimes, but they ended up taking him in, and they'd be like, I'll give you less jail time if you report them, mm-hmm. so you did that feeding, all the information on them, and that's how they got caught, and the mother, she died a couple, like, months back or something, but they continued the crimes, and so both of them are now on death row, and... Mm. They're the first one in India to be like hanged for that. Whoa. Like, interesting. But like it's not interesting, but it's like it's like I definitely think they're like because like I feel like some leniency I feel so bad for like giving them leniency because they did kill babies. But like the nature versus nurture thing comes up. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like it's like they shouldn't have been exposed to those kind of things as children, which is what made them think it was okay. And their mom was with them the whole time. I mean, it's like she only died a couple months ago. So her mom kind of like push this idea to think like hey doing this stuff is okay and who do we trust the most mm-hmm. so like it kind of sucks that their mother got away scot-free well not got away she's yeah. gone but like you know they're like paying the wow price Damn. i mean they're not good people i yeah, mean no. visited, but just jeez just because i like i'm not trying to justify what they're saying i'm just understanding yeah you're going through the process but it's also yeah smart how they knew or how they thought of how having a kid with them would make them seem innocent yeah no like they they realized that because once they were like Renika, she has a child and so like once like they were just like doing the, the petty crimes and like she had the she had her child with her and then so she was like and then so the police mm-hmm. caught her and then she realized that she could do that but they stopped using her i don't know why they stopped using her child and they went around and started stealing, stealing children so i know <laughs> Like, just stick okay. in your own family, miss. <laughs> Stay in your lane. That would yeah. be nice. Okay, so I have another murderer. What's mm-hmm. what's new? And her name is Cristina Soledad Sanchez Esquivel. So it's mm-hmm. one of those long freaking names, you know. Um, and they used to call her La Mata Taxistas, which is the taxi driver killer. Ooh. Mm, okay. Uh, her background is kind of what we mentioned earlier she's a sexual abuse survivor and Mm -hmm. so she hated men after that she hated men um and she was a 35 year old mother of five children Mm -hmm. um again she felt neglected by men but she also hated them and so she led Mm -hmm. a gang essentially of some other men i guess she respected and they helped her carry out these crimes um she where got a whole team. Yeah, where she murdered and robbed five members of the of, you know, men, men. I was just mm-hmm. reading, I was like, what? She mm-hmm. murdered one woman, but that's I don't know. 
Um, she also had the antisocial behavior, you know, emotionally mm-hmm. cold, insensitive, mm-hmm. not really understanding mm-hmm. social constructs or anything. Um, and so she would lure her victims to an abandoned reservoir or just abandoned mm-hmm. area. She would shoot the drivers and dump their corpses into the water. And then the the gang would, like, sell the stuff um, for for money. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, again, she was charged with five charges of murder, violent robbery, criminal conspiracy, violation. Please keep going. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, But, yeah, she was... I don't know how to feel about that, though. Um, Again, it's, like, understandable, but not justifiable. Right. Um, Remember, trauma explains it, but it doesn't excuse it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's all I got. I hope you liked our plot twist that we added to this. I know. (laughs) I was so excited. (laughs) Uh, I really like that because we wanted, like, it sucked having to choose between the two, but then we ended up incorporating it. So... Because it was the minority. (laughs) Uh, Love to see it. All right. I think right here we're going to close off. Anyway, guys, that's on Slice Slice of of Life.